We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Colorado Little League State Championship is being played this week. Tom, I'm standing here with the little sluggers and some of their parents, and I can't tell you how excited they are. This is the Hot Corner. Little Stan March is the pitcher for the South Park Little League team. Mr. March, you must be very proud of your son. They've worked really hard to get here, Chris, and, you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. And- oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver. Not with my son on second base. On the Odyssey app. Oh, it looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here. Mr. Marsh, any comment? Well, I think that there's a... uh... Mr. Marsh? Who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh? I am the ultimate Little League trash-talking father. I am the Bat Dad. Bat Dad knows no fear. And 1080. Bat Dad knows no pain. I want you, Marsh. I want you. The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com or the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When we come back next week, we'll dive into the American League West, which is going to be quite interesting. I might argue the American League West is about as interesting as the National League East in terms of what could go down but here we are with the national league west um this is not your father's national league west anymore and by father i mean like 2019 2020 i mean just a couple years ago uh this this division has been wide, you know widely dominated by the dodgers they they've they've been in world series you know they got cheated by a bunch of astros they won one during COVID that everyone's going to put an asterisk. I don't care. They played baseball, and these guys are used to playing in front of nobody anyway. So winning a World Series, I, I still give them mass credit for it. Um, the San Diego Padres were sexy two years ago and were kind of a joke last year, and then they said, hold my beer, and spent a billion dollars to reload that roster. The Arizona Diamondbacks seem to be, for some reason, this maybe little like, hey, what's going on over there? Uh, the Giants were a nice little story a couple of years. They're a very well-run organization. Gabe Kapler is one of my favorite managers in baseball. 
And then you've got the Colorado Rockies, who spend no money on anyone except for an injury-prone, over-the-hill Chris Bryant. I think there's a good chance that because I am an MLB TV subscriber, I think there's a very good chance that I watch a lot of National League West this year. I am excited to tell you that I think in three months, I'm going to be able to tell you the starting batting lineup for the Arizona Diamondbacks. That excited, huh? And I, off the top of my head, I haven't looked into him. I don't know if I can tell you a single one right now. Oh, I bet you you could. Give yeah. It, give it a stab. They got Come Kettle on. Marte. Yep. Oh, there there's go. one. Bam. See? Uh, Cole Calhoun's a Mariner. When he heard that, I was like, dang, that's <laughs> one less Diamondback I don't know. Uh, Come on. Yeah, I'm out. Corbin Carroll, former uh, Hillsboro oh, Hop. Okay. All right. All right. Let's all right. go, bud. Um, so we look at this division, and we always love to start talking divisions. Uh, we like to start at the bottom and keep the good for last. See, I, I'm a firm believer. Well, it, it, I'm a firm believer that I say, hey, Joe, I got good news and bad news. Or you say, hey, Patrick, I got good news and bad news. What do you want to hear first? I'm going to be the guy that says, give me the bad news because I want to end on top. Yeah. That's what she said. Let's go bad news. So we tend to start on the bad news. The two teams that are clearly in the bottom of this division are Colorado and Arizona. Both completely Ooh, I different don't know teams if right I now. would agree. Yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be bad. <laughs> but but they are both completely different teams right now. Arizona seems to be ready to kind of push some prospects. They've kind of done the poor man's version of the Astros. Let's see what we can do here to where the Rockies are just like, "Are you really good?" Dude, free agency's up, man. You should go sign with a great team. <laughs> We're not going to trade you, dude. Just you choose. Hey, When's the last time take, the Rockies won? Take this division? suitcase of $50 million with you while you're at it. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but they're like, Chris no, Bryant, man, I mean, you look year, good. Dude. You're tall. You're sexy. Why don't you come play here? And he's like, well, I'm going to sign, but I'm not really going to play. I'll take your Is money. Is that cool? Yeah, I'll take your money. Um, so when it comes to these two teams, I mean... You know, I'll, I'll start it off with this. I'm excited to see what Arizona's got when it comes to young kids. I want to see how this goes. Uh, I want to see if Bumgarner can pitch well enough to get traded at the deadline, which I doubt, but I'm interested in see that. And honestly, I, I make fun of him, but I'm actually a huge fan of the player. I like the way he plays. I like that he can be in a bunch of different positions. I want to see if Chris Bryan is worth anything. I really do. But I think of the top three things I want to see in this division, and we'll get to the Dodgers and the Padres. Obviously, I want to see, are the Dodgers going to suck, which I think they will. Are the Padres going to be good, which I think they will. I want to see if Chris Bryan is any good. This guy's an MVP. This guy's a rookie of the year. This guy's won a World Series. This guy's really good. He can play multiple positions. He's had back issues. I want to see if Chris Bryant can be the Chris Bryant that we know. Can he do anything to help this Colorado Rocky team anything. be competitive? In anything. Any capacity? I don't know, man. I If that's what you're uh, the one thing you're looking out for on this team, then I don't know how much of this Rockies team. If you say you're going to watch a lot of NL West, I don't know if it's going to be of the Rockies. I just don't. Well, it's 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 purely a time zone thing. Yeah, that it's it's eight o'clock late. And games. It's eight o'clock on a Tuesday. I'm ready to wind it down. Well, that makes sense. And Arizona's playing the Mets, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch the Mets, but I still have to watch Arizona. <laughs> hey, that's why we loved Fernando Rodney with our Diamondbacks, right? Shoot the arrow, right? Yes, most definitely. Um, 
yeah, the Rockies, dude. I mean, uh, it seems like they've keep bringing back German Marquez, which is a solid starter. Kyle Freeland, which is okay. It's just like, like I feel like you need a little bit better there in Colorado because you're gonna give up runs, and it's like those dudes aren't gonna weather the storm over 162 for you as you're one and two. But what I don't understand is why won't Colorado deal any of these guys? Well, they will. That's what you just they said. Will? They're not going to get anything They, they will? Because the last time I saw them finally deal someone was Nolan Arenado, and they went to St. Louis, and they said, how would you like... Like I said, just to send have... Them with- no- how would you like to have Nolan Arenado give us garbage prospects and will pay most of his salary? St. Louis is like, I don't know, you drive a hard bargain here. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll take, I'll take the platinum, maybe greatest third baseman of all time. And you pay his contract, and I give you garbage prospects. Yes, I'm in. Then he has the Trevor Story of his career. Trevor Story walks. So then that tracks with them trading Marquez and Freeland at the halfway point of the season and getting garbage prospects. Am I right? Yeah. What are they going to get from Marquez? He he had like a almost five ERA last year. Absolutely what are nothing. They trade Arania, who had a five ERA also, and then there there will other... be a contender that convinces themselves like ah. Those were because he played in Colorado. He's got Yankee written all over him. Yeah. Their, their other most known pitchers looking through their roster are Daniel Bard, who's an MLB reclamation project from Red Sox days a decade ago, and then Brad Freaking Hand. Other than that, and I didn't even know this, Chris Bryant is listed as an outfielder yeah. on their yeah. roster. Yeah. So you've got Chris Bryant and an aging Charlie Blackman taking the outfield there for for the Colorado Rockies. Congratulations. Do you know since 2015, Charlie Blackman has the fourth most hits in Major League Baseball? Man, that su- that's awesome. It sucks that they're I, wasted in Colorado. I'm not surprised because I want to say like during fantasy last year, I remember multiple times, I'm like, man. Four I, years uh, ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly over the last half decade. But even last year, I was like, dude, Charlie Blackman's having a fantastic year. Another great Major League quote. Man, I wish we had him three years ago. We did. I wish we had him six. <laughs> Charlie Blackman, man, old man. What is he like? Fifty now. Uh, but CJ Crones had a nice little had a nice little comeback. You know, you know Ryan McMahon has been has been solid there. Uh, this team's gonna suck. This team's gonna suck super bad. Do you think they'll suck more than the uh, Diamondbacks? I, I I I do because I think Diamondbacks are playing with house money. It's gonna be a little like Orioles kind of kind of love. I don't think they're on the same path as the Orioles, but they're just going to throw kids out and say, why not? See what happens. All right, let me ask both of you guys this. Both the D-backs and Rockies plus or minus 60 wins in 2023. I'll go go Diamondbacks plus 60. Yeah, for sure. The Rockies, I don't feel as great about that. I don't know, man. Losing 100 games, like we laugh about it and say teams suck. It's actually really hard to lose 100 games. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, a Tuesday afternoon game against... Cincinnati, like you can win that game, no problem. I, I, I caution the this team's going to lose 110 games. Like the the most losses in a season are 116. It's hard to lose that many games. And however, I do think the Rockies will lose 100 games. Boy, I'm looking. At, I don't know. I'm looking at. Uh... I think C.J. Crone. I think Ryan McMahon. I, Charlie Blackman might get moved, even though the fans would die. But. Baltimore traded Trey Mancini. You know? And if they're uh, 
You, you can trade anybody in baseball. I'm sorry, I just imagine the Yankees picking up Charlie Blackman at the trade deadline. He's going to be our left fielder going into the playoffs. <laughs> he, I just I see it now. He's got a no trade clause. He's like, I can't go to New York because they make me shave. Yeah, right. Yeah, he can't. He can't sans beard. I get it. Uh, I will say this to end it for uh, the Diamondbacks is that I said, yeah, I'll give him 60 wins. Um, yeah, I looked at that bullpen. Boy, if they don't get those 60 wins, it's because of that absolute gas can back there. That's. It's not looking good. What what you're saying is we might see a couple Hillsboro hops jumping up to pitch on that staff this year. I pray in to season. God. Yeah, that's that's gonna be tough. Do Are we you... throwing out like Mark Melanson out there? Oh God. Yeah. He's still around. Yeah. All right. Oh so the NL West he's gonna is... get traded at the deadline, and someone's be like, "We just picked up Mark Melanson." And you're like, "He's at, got a five seven ERA." Two teams in the NOS that are just reclamation <clears throat> projects. So let me ask you this, real, real quick, because I know we're up against it, but real quick, and I know this is Johnny on the spot. Arizona and Colorado, is there any division in baseball that has worse bottom two teams than these two? No. I'm going to say it without looking it up. It's hard to think of. The NL Central has Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. <sighs> yeah, that's pretty bad. The Nationals might be the worst team in baseball. No, that's actually not true. Um, the American League Central has Detroit and Kansas City. Yeah, I'm actually going to go uh, Pirates uh, Red since you brought really? them up. No. Yeah, O'Neal Cruz? No way. Stop it. No, yeah, no I got, disagree. I feel like per, uh, the Brian Pirates. Brian Reynolds in Pittsburgh? The Pirates are perpetually that guy's bad. That's going to be a Yankee. Always bad. Even when they're good, it's like, oh, you made the wild card game. Cool, you'll and lose. And you lost it. Yeah, you'll lose. <laughs> hey, <laughs> shut up, all right? That was my existence as a Mariners And the Reds so just don't make anything, any playoff game whatsoever, playing whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They got out of some bad dudes. Though. I've at least seen a Rock, uh, Rockies World Series appearance in my lifetime. Like I'll give I'll give Cincinnati some credit though. They love to keep us on our toes. And they're I've seen like, a Diamondbacks World Series in my lifetime. The the Cincinnati Reds are like, we're gonna get rid of Jesse Winker, and people are like, what are you doing? He's good. And it's like, oh right, he sucks. Then he it's like, we're gonna get we're gonna all. get rid of Luis Castillo. And you're like, what are you doing? He's good. And it's like, yeah, he's amazing. So like, they're always gonna keep you guessing. You never know. It's like a crapshoot if you're gonna get a Cincinnati Red player. I mean, as much as I love former Mariner David Bell, he ain't going to be the guy to lead them to the playoffs there. Until they fire him, they're going to be a, a team of 70 wins. I'm going to no pass more. on all the bills. All right, when we come back, it's time to talk about the cream of the crop in this. The National League West, that is the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Padres. Looks very, very different than it did a couple years ago, especially with San Diego spending gobbles and gobbles of money. We'll get to that next. The Hot Corner, 10 the Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on 1080 The Fan. 821 Portland Sports Leader here on 1080 The Fan and the Odyssey app, 99.5 HD2. Hey, isn't Kyle Lewis on the Diamondbacks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did get traded. But he's not a starter. You guys are talking about starters on the D-backs. He's fighting for, like, the fourth or fifth outfielder job and probably going to get some at-bats at DH. But he didn't play for the first week of spring training, so they, they weren't able to even get a look at him yet. Rookie, I, obviously, I'm huge, huge in on Kyle Lewis. Rookie of the year. Looked phenomenal until some dudes named Julio and Jared showed up, and it was like... Jared even struggled, and it was like, Kyle, sorry, man, you can't sit with us. Well, and it was just unfortunately because of the injuries that he dealt with right when he came back. after, And then COVID on top of it. So it's like he's dealing injuries, and then there's COVID. Exactly. And <clears throat> with that extra missed time, I mean, the first two weeks that he came back and played before he got the concussion, which kept him out basically the rest of the second half of this year, and with the Mariners going into the playoffs, you can't give at-bats to a guy that's just trying to get back from injury. No matter how talented he is, you've got to go with what you know. And that, unfortunately, forced the Mariners into trading him, in my opinion, way too soon because you end up giving eight mil to a guy like A.J. Pollock. Yeah, he's going to come in and hit 10 home runs for you if he splits with Jared Kelnick, but you could have gotten that from Kalu for nothing. Yeah, but Kyle Lewis is also sitting behind the future, not the future of the Mariners, the future of baseball. And you best believe I believe that. You know, I, I know Jared <clears throat> Kelnick's known as a little bit of a hothead, a little, little. I thought he was cool. It's Bryce though. Harper Light is what we call him on this show. You know what? He 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 nodded to me when I cheersed him with my beer. First game he hit, it was a game he hit his first home run ever in Major League Baseball. I was sitting out in the cantina in left field, and it was after he hit his home run, and a bunch of guys were screaming like idiots around me. So he was obviously looking over at us, but I was just like, "Hey, cheers!" And he nodded back at me. It was like, "I love that acknowledgement." So Jake Kelnick and I are cool. He's having a hell of a spring training. Uh, we'll do the American League West next week. I, I want to use this because I think this division is is clear in in who we're all going to pick to win it. And <clears throat> I mean, it, it is outside of the Mets has has been probably the most talked about. Uh, franchise in this offseason sans Aaron Judge and the Yanks, but nobody cares about the Yanks. Um, so I'd like to save and, and give a little extra time to the San Diego Padres. So I want to I talk a little bit about one of the most historic, tense rivalries in all of baseball, and that is the L.A. Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. And what's always been really fun about this rivalry, dating back to their days in New York, their days in New York was center field on center field. You had Duke Snyder for the Dodgers, and you had Willie Mays for the Giants. Dodgers move west. Giants aren't far behind. And you get into this thing, and the Dodgers won a World Series a couple years ago, and the Giants had their little bit of dynasty in the you know early 2010s. But now you look at it, and they're, and they're quite different. The Dodgers spend a ton of money and have bad management. The Giants spend no money and have great management. I remember, what, what was it, not uh, not last year, but the year before, the Giants got to the wild card, and they had no business being there. Gabe Kapler was a washout, fired in Philly. That guy sucks. I love Gabe Kapler as a manager. Yeah, he got uh, a lot cooler in San Francisco for some reason. Yeah, right? Like, he went to the West Coast. It, he, he put those, when he win games. Put those sweet frames on, and it's like, hey, man, you look kind of cool. Um. But then I look at the roster of the Giants, and I'm just like, yeah, I just don't know if I 
firmly believe in this. You got Little Yaz, Mitch Haniger. I love Mitch, but adios. Uh, and yeah, when uh, he's your cleanup, I mean, good, yeah, good luck to you. And Michael Conforto, who sat out all last year because nobody wanted to pay you what you think you're worth. Boy, you you said it perfect. I don't know if it was during the break or last segment. As far as little engine that could, this is the little engine that could, and they they're gonna. May, need to make sure that the engine is working at all times because, like that pitching staff, I'm looking at it. It's like, yeah, it's good, but that doesn't stay healthy, man. It's gonna go off the rails pretty quick. And, and all their best pitchers left in free agency. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I love Logan Webb. I'm a huge Logan Webb fan. I like Shawmane too. Yeah, but but Logan Webb didn't pitch well last year. It, from the year that they won the 106 games yeah. to last year, it, yeah, they, just, he did not repeat it. No. But they're just this team that they're they're well run they're like the cardinals like you can't really think they're gonna be trash dude they're they're again they're depending on a lot on the starting pitching like alex cobb sean Manea, which out of everybody to me i like like the most besides logan webb but then ross stripling yeah. alex wood yeah i can't believe alex wood it's still like, gets paid by people you're like all right that's okay <laughs> yeah but then you know Be- best of luck to you guys bullpen solid Bullpen's always going to be solid, and they're going to be well-managed. And then you slide over to the other side of this rivalry, and you've got the Dodgers. They're willing to spend money. But I think the Dodgers willing to spend money have finally caught up to them a little bit. This loaded minor league system has finally caught up to them. Yeah, they got lucky that when they traded for Mookie Betts, the guys they sent to Boston kind of sucks. Paging Alex Verdugo. Um, But... They're He's now, got a really cool necklace, though. But they're now sitting here with so many holes. They've got no shortstop. Their center fielder is Trace Thompson. Shout out your brother is a legend. Go Cougs. But, like, I don't care about you. You've got Mookie Betts, who's a top three player in all of baseball. You've got Freddie Freeman, who's a former MVP and a World Series champ. You've got guys, but there's a hole at short. Gavin Lux is gone. There's a hole at second. And your starting rotation, you're waiting on Walker Bueller, who I think is a top five pitcher in baseball when healthy, but he had Tommy John. So we don't know. You know, there are just so many questions about this. This team is going to have to grind it out. And, and Joe, you've sat in on this, and Jordan, welcome to this. If you're a team that's got to grind it out, you need a Bob Melvin, a Terry Francona, you know, a, a Dusty Baker, you need managers like that. Yep. You can't do it with Dave Roberts, who can barely manage his way through a stacked team in a World Series. No, dude, I agree with you. I mean, the thing is, is they might get some um, help on the back end with some injuries, but, I mean, it's nothing that, I mean, this is the year that you're going to have to see Dave Roberts be the essentially the best manager he's ever been, and it's kind of... It's not put up or shut up time for him. It's not like his job. I definitely don't think his job is on the line right now. It should be, but it, it's a year where you look at this team and it's like, yeah, you're going to have to work for it on your side of things because you look at the lineup after, I mean, really after Will. <laughs> I keep starting with one player and I'm like, I don't even know if I feel good about that guy. Right? Like, right? After Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, you're <laughs> like, yeah, and then you got Will Smith. Okay. Who's one of the and, better catchers in baseball? Right, right. And then Max Muncie, who last year was woof, yeah, dude. And 
if you have him at cleanup hitter, like it's Godspeed that he gets back to what he was because if he does what he did last year, and then to have Gavin Lux go down a couple weeks ago, just what a gut punch that is. Um, so now you're rocking Juan Dulio. Yeah. You know, Juan, <laughs> Juan Dulio Martinez. Martinez. Let's that, go, that's baby. Joke. You'll have to get in on that. Juan Dulio. Yeah, I can't. Um, again, it kind of like that lineup, you're like, Okay, Mookie, Freddie Freeman, yeah, that's that's the Dodgers for sure. Will Smith, Max Muncy, all right, don't JD Martinez, no feels good about that, but Trace Thompson, dear God, okay, Miguel Vargas, who is a prospect, but uh and then the pitching alert, alert, alert. Pitching Yeah, pitching, you're like Clayton Kershaw. Cool. Old man, still got it together a little bit. Okay, I'm all right with that. Fail Julio Urias. Yeah, he likes to beat women, but he's pretty good. Go okay. Mexico. And then after that, you got Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, the pitching staff's decent. I agree. Look I at, and would I heavily mean, disagree with that. You could say that they have, uh, as far as uh, pitching goes, doesn't uh, Syndergaard still have his long hair? Or did he cut? No, it? he's no, got no. it long. He's got it long. What? Yeah. No, that's Degrom that cut it. I was screwed. Yeah, those Degrom two. cut it. Then yeah. you could say that that uh, starting lineup with Dustin May, some of the best lettuce I mean, in the game. I mean, Tony Gonsolin is going to come back. He just that, sprained yeah. his ankle. He's going to come back. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You're going to get some help in the back end with, but again, losing Gavin Lux, you're not gonna get walker bueller so i mean that's not gonna he's not gonna come back this year um so again it's like maybe they're the team that ends up with uh jermaine Mar- uh, marquez i mean i i know i think this is the year the dave roberts year though for sure it's like you ain't got a stacked roster saving your ass this time dude i think if you're i think if you're a, a dodger fan you should be really worried this year you guys are essentially saying Dave Roberts has the least amount of tools in the toolbox that he's had of any season. And he can barely win with the most tools in exactly. a toolbox. I mean, yeah. he doesn't have anybody after you think Freeman, he's this he's the only solid guy on the roster that you're you're going to get 280 out of and expect it besides bets. Outside of that, I would I think that there's going to be some improvement with the shift not happening this year. JD Martinez and Max Muncy aren't, you know, they're going to hit like 260 280. I really believe Muncy <laughs> and guys like him are going to have massive improvements in batting averages, but that's not going to translate to the Dodgers winning 100 games. I I, I just laugh cuz it uh Reminded me of Joey Gallo the other day. The picture's coming out of the... Oh, like, yeah. The, the, you can't the do the shift. shift, but you can in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, well, because... <laughs> it's like, have left. Have left. When can I win? Well, because why would you have a guy like Joey Gallo, who, if you're a Mariners fan, just kind of compare him to Kyle Seager, but way less talented, mm. and Seager could never hit oppo. Ever, yeah. ever hit oppo, so why would you ever worry about putting a left fielder out there? Um, you don't need it. But I, I don't think they're going to be as bad as you are heeding the warning of... Um, I could still see them. To- hater. I could totally see them still making the playoffs, hundred percent, especially with expanded playoffs now. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's full blown wave the white flag in L.A. with this team and this uh, manager and this squad just yet. I mean, you, you got, got Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. You've got two hitters that are top fifteen players. Not a bad ball. start. Not so bad. you know, rally around those guys. Not bad. All right, uh, when we come back, there is one team that we have purposefully left out on this because there's a lot to talk about. The perennial favorite for not just the National League West, but maybe the entire Major League Baseball. We'll get to that next. But first, my man Jordan with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 
All right, like I've been teasing, next week we will dive into the American League West. The week after that, we'll have Big John on, and the week after that, baby, is baseball. Uh, so make sure to tune in to the next couple weeks. When John comes on, it's always a great show. Jordan, I'm excited for you to experience John because uh, when we get him in here, you know, I know he does, you know, mailing it in with John every night on uh, primetime. But when we get him in here, he's uh, he's in his full element. And, and, and uh, I don't think we actually get anything done. And all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock and we out. 10 o'clock? Know 10 o'clock? Oh, sorry. 9 o'clock. Oh, like knows? long show for John. I was thinking maybe. Oregon Duck, Oregon uh, Duck football, football time. Well, I don't know. Maybe dark we, days. Maybe we play catch. Oh, I can't wait. How's to hear. the parking lot here? What the on lights? the air? <laughs> Am I giving play by play for the catch with John? Yeah. Is that what's happening? What a throw! We'll have to ask feet across the room. We'll have to ask him as he finished catch three sixty five. We'll have to ask him which day were we. Uh, we could find that out. God, I'm pretty dude. sure we were really early. It was, uh, it was. I mean, it had to have been during the early part of the yeah. season last year. Day it 20, was 20, 25, something like, something that. like that. So yeah. that was really fun. So that'll be in two weeks, and we'll do the American League West. We didn't get a cool write-up, though. No, we did not. No. We should have, though. Being in the parking lot down there? That was a little sketch. Classic. Actually, it might be a little more sketch in the parking lot here. <laughs> I always worry about my car in the parking lot here. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's beautiful though. Beautiful spot. All right, to finish up this National League West, you know, we talked on kind of the bottom teams, and we talked on uh, probably the two uh, most notable brands. But it's no joke that the San Diego Padres have clearly—I don't want to say ruffled feathers or anything like that—but the San Diego Padres have clearly, out outside of maybe the Mets this year, have been the most talked about off-season team. Um, I think I saw something that uh, up until the 2026-27 season or the 27 season, whatever it is, they've got over a billion dollars invested in their payroll. Um, Last year, if you remember, at the trade deadline, they acquired Juan Soto using a lot of their Highly touted prospects. They built a farm system, and then they paid for some dudes, so they were in a really good spot to kind of trade some top prospects, kind of like where the Dodgers were a couple years ago. I would argue kind of where the Mariners are right now a little bit, um, that you've got a little bit to play with. You've got some studs now, but you've got some studs in the in, in the minors, so you can kind of play with that. Uh, but San Diego is clearly going for it. Uh, this, this reminds me a little bit of the Yankees in the mid-2000s. Uh, just shave about five years off these vets that they're giving $30 million to. Um, but this team trades for Juan Soto. Fernando Tatis gets popped for steroids, so he's out. That took a big, big wind out of the sails. He's going to miss a few games at the beginning of the season, but he'll come back, and this team is going to trot out Xander Bogarts, who, if you listen to this show, Joe, you know, I was very, very high on Bogarts as being one of the best, if not the best, free agent you could sign for money, for team chemistry, for play on the field. They've got Xander Bogarts. You indeed were. You were bullish. Uh, Machado two weeks ago sounded like he didn't want to play for the Padres, and now he is a Padre <laughs> till the end of his day. He just yeah. wanted his bag. I love how articles are coming out, how it's... Oh, I'm so glad to be here. So glad to be here. Always wanted to. It's my <clears> dream come true. Um, this is a team that 
should compete, and I don't mean compete in the National League. This like, is a team it's World Series contender. It, the, if you're a Padre fan and you aren't in the World Series, that's a failure. And if you don't win the World Series, you're pretty pissed off. Yeah, I mean it, that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to say like if if they get to an NLCS and losing Game Seven, I'm not going to call that a failure necessarily. I mean, context to every situation, but yeah, there's no Still doubt a lot of good teams out there. Yeah, for sure. Atlanta's I mean, good. New York's say. good. Philly's yeah. good. Um, Cardinals could surprise people. But 100%, they, what they've done over the last two years, three years now, is they've shown that they believe not just in the now, but the future, and they're invested in it. They're saying, we'll, we'll worry about this later because we feel like this is going to help us. Let's be real, man. San Diego as a city, too, is it not becoming one of the more popular cities in America just as is? I know the Chargers like, left at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like, man, but that's a whole other situation. You know, obviously ownership versus the team itself and the atmosphere and revenues and all that. But, I mean, with that being said, like, yeah, San Diego, man, everything they've done is said, like, we're it's our time now. <clears throat> Dodgers, you've had your fun the last decade. It's it's our turn. I think what's most interesting about them is they God, ta- their team's good. They've, they've taken approach. They've taken an approach to free agency kind of like, a lot of fan GMs, you know, like that Monday morning quarterback, love to look at drafts. You know, you talk about, uh, especially in, like, NBA, you know, as Blazer fans, everybody wants to talk about Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan. Everybody wants to talk about Greg Oden, Kevin Durant. A lot of people love to say in the draft, you just get the best player on the board, and you figure it out from there. I've been kind of, like, laughing and joking the Padres have four shortstops on their team. They've got Kim, yeah. who might be outside of Machado, in my opinion, the best defensive shortstop on the team. They've got Manny Machado, who has only moved to third base because he needed to in Baltimore and needed to in L.A. because Corey Seager was there and then needed to in San Diego because Fernando Tatis was there. I still think he's a better shortstop than those other guys. Now you've got Fernando Tatis Jr., who comes up as a shortstop, and now you've signed maybe the the prize shortstop of the market in Xander Bogarts. You got four shortstops, and they're going to figure it out. Machado's going to play third, Kim's going to play second, Bogey's going to play short, which he should, and Tatis is to the outfield. They've looked at it and said, "We don't care what position you play. Who's the best out there? We're going for you." They talked to Aaron Judge. You know they're willing to spend money on Judge. They had him. Until a Steinbrenner walked in. Like, you got Steinbrennered. If you're a Padre fan, you go, oh, can't beat that. Bro, this is like an all-star team when you were in elementary, middle school, and you got your city teams where it's, you know, all 40, 50 kids, and this is how we did it in the Tualatin days. We had, you know, six, seven Tualatin teams, and then you formed that Tualatin team at the end of the year of all the best players, and it's like, yeah, we might have five shortstops, but we got all ballers here. We're going to make it work. We're going to put, like, when you get this much talent, yeah, it's Manny Machado. It's like, oh, gosh, I'll play third base, but I don't know if I can, I'll do my best. He could have won the MVP last year. Dude, stud. like so good. Put these guys wherever, like, that's the great thing about middle infielders, too, is generally good everything. Like, A-Rod moved to short, moved to third. Cal Ripken moved to third. Machado moved to third. Like, these guys can do it. 
Uh, I think we talked about that month months ago because you were it was about this. It's like, is it just a matter of just get all the shortstops? And it's like, I don't think it's a matter of get all the shortstops. It's get the best baseball players. Like, and that just happens to be the shortstop a lot of the time. We've seen it throughout history, through you know the youngest of young baseball teams to some of the best. It's like shortstop, they're they're ballers, and that's why I think Bogey is especially such, now. I think that's why I think Bogey is such a huge impact on this team. He's a winner. He's a leader. Sure, Soto won a World Series in D.C., but he was super young. Bogarts was was one of the most impactful players for the Red Sox in eighteen to win that. The only thing that might hold this team up is I love Darvish and I love Snell. You know, I think. I think Cleveland has a better starting pitching staff. I think Philly has a better starting pitching I mean, staff. You're gonna get I think Atlanta does. I think the Mets do. I think Texas might, you know, Seattle definitely does. And I, I Houston agree, does. I agree with you, even if they do get uh well if they're gonna get Joe Musgrove back. He only broke his toe, forgot to Yeah, sakes. he'll be back. Ah, that toe uh, broken toe turned into an infection and amputation and his career's over. But but here's no the more thing. Joe Musgrove. But sorry, here, Padre fans. Here's how that thing. escalated. I think the bullpen and the starting rotation are top heavy and then there's a big drop off. The most important thing to the Padres right now, in my opinion, and it was the day they got him, is Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin got yeah. got Oakland to do stuff with guys that aren't even in the league anymore. And He's got dudes that actually have some talent. I'll call it right now. Bob Melvin's going to be the National League Manager of the Year. Because I think he's going to look at this team. He's going to say, I've got a roster. Yes, there's some to be desired. But where there is to be desired is my specialty. It's like Kevin Cash with a bullpen in Tampa. It's Terry Francona with a starting staff in Cleveland. Like These are guys that you're telling me my weakness is my strength? Let's go. And that's why I think San Diego is so dangerous. Looking at this roster up and down, um, he, he didn't even mention Cronenworth, who I think is going to get pushed off to first base, essentially, right? I mean, he had 20 yeah. homers for the Padres last year. So that infield is loaded. You've got four shortstops on your roster. And two, I think, a little undersold additions in the offseason that people should pay attention to are the vets of Matt Carpenter and Nelson Cruz. Yeah, We're talking dude. about... Coming together, winning World Series, being that complete team, right? Rugnet Odor off the bench. Exactly. And you've got Former Bob- Oriole. Yeah. Rugnet you've, Odor. You've got Bob. You guys, are all, you guys are all talking about players that offer something in the locker room as well as what Bob Melvin does for his teams in Oakland now in San Diego, essentially turning those teams in Oakland into massive winners. He's had more tools in his toolbox. We are just talking about Dave Roberts not having enough. Well, Bob Melvin has the most that he's had in his career, along with that veteran leadership. And Manny Machado, who I know he said he didn't want to be there, he's a veteran leader as well. They're stacked in every sense in San Diego. Yeah, I mean, remember, remember sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, remember when Tatis got busted, Machado was one of the first guys that came out and was like, this ain't cool, man. He's like, I got your back, but this ain't cool. And if Machado's that, you know, he seems like that ride or die. Like, you're my boy. I'm with you. I got your back. But in that moment, it was kind of like, bro, you messed up. You messed up. Got to be better. Um, is it fair to say, and Jordan, you alluded to this. I mean, I'm looking at the teams he's managed over the years. I mean, this has got to be easily the best collection of talent that he's ever had. Without a doubt. I'm still pissed the Mariners fired him in 2004. Yeah, I mean, Bob true. Melvin is an amazing manager. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I think he's I think he's 
Uh, let me quick, quick, quick brain fart real quick. Yeah, I think he's the number two manager in baseball. Yeah, Arizona, Seattle, Oakland, now to San Diego, right? Yeah, that all 04 stops. Mariners lineup had uh, Ichiro, Brett Boone, Edgar. 93 Dan wins. Wilson. 93 wins on that team. Jordan's right? favorite Mariner of all time, Dan Wilson. No, no, no Edgar. Yeah, I remember I mean, he said it himself oh, yeah. off yeah, the, air. I mean, the best manager in baseball is Terry Kona, Terry Francona. And number two is Bob Melvin. I don't think it's close. And then after that, you can start having a conversation. Yeah. Good uh, for him, though. We're all we're all going to take the Padres uh, to win this to win this division. So I, I, I know that. And I don't want to spoil uh, our preview. And I know we got to get out of here. But real quick. Do we fully believe this team really has a shot to win it all? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. The Padres? Yeah. yeah. We're still talking about the Padres, right? Yeah, we're still talking about the Padres. <laughs> yeah. You really believe they got a full, full-on real shot? Yes. Yes. It, it, 100%. Is, is Not a window, Mariners, a shot. Mariners going far as they did in the playoffs, the Padres have Their a shot window has just opened and will be open for the next at least half decade, I think. All right. Well, the GM of the Padres better find a third starter because you're going to need it. All right, we come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. The hot corner. 1080 The Fan. It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on 1080 The Fan. All right, like I've been teasing all day, next week we'll dive into the American League West, which I think is probably the second most fascinating division in all of baseball outside of the National League East just because of dollars. Lots of dollars. World Series champs, hedge fund, World Series losers. A lot of craziness in the National League East, but I'm really excited to talk about the American League West. And there's something that I've been seeing betting, betting wise, analytics wise, people I trust in mainstream media have an opinion that I just cannot get behind. So you'll want to tune in next week as we dive into the American League West and we'll keep you updated on the World Baseball Classic. Australia was up 2 0 on Korea, which I was shocked by because. I would think Korea would dominate this. And then Korea walked up the plate and hit a three-run jack. And the guy who hit the three-run jack hit it. And then he didn't bat flip, which I was hoping because KBO love. And he didn't bat flip, but he dropped the bat. And then he, like, fist pumped before he even left uh, home plate. Like, like he, uh, like, bro fist pumped. Like, threw it in the air. And I was like, oh, dope, dude. That feeling when you're like, we're ahead. I just did that. Yeah, he'll regret for not uh, bat flipping, though. Yeah, you, you know, he'll be catching it in the bullpen or in the dugout that he didn't bat flip. That he, 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 he won't blow it next time, though. Also, it's strange to watch this game in, I don't know if this game's in Korea or Japan because I don't speak either of those languages and I can't read it in the billboards. But uh, they've only got dirt at the bases and the pitcher mound. That should be illegal. I think Toronto does the same thing. That should be illegal. It's one of those. There's you, a couple stadiums. You, you, I feel you, like. you gotta have dirt all, all dirt around. infield. You yeah. gotta have dirt all around. Come on. You can have Come turf on. everywhere else, but you gotta have dirt all around. Come like, on. This is the World Baseball like, Classic. Like, come on. Come on. But to be fair to the World Baseball Classic, they do that garbage in Major League Baseball too. Man, Roger Center just put a bunch of money in to make uh, Toronto a more uh, awesome place to watch their loaded baseball team. Uh, They still got uh, AstroTurf in the infield. Well, you know what, Patrick? I know my Sunday is now set because there is the uh, Players' Championship for golf. Golf? Golf. And then USA-Mexico. Jared Golf? (laughs) No, not Jared Golf. 
USA Mexico isn't that crazy though Chase Field already sold out for the World Baseball Classic someone called it one of the biggest sporting events in North America this year dude largest shout largest shout out and this shout out is to all of the Mexicans living in America like you are beautiful people you are what <laughs> sold out Chase Field Darn like right. when USA plays Mexico in LA that place ain't USA that place is Mexico and shout out to all my Mexican friends. Our neighbors to the south. Our neighbors to the south. Wonderful, wonderful people. And they make some baller, baller food. Uh, shout out to them. And I'm so glad you sold out Chase Field. And I hope it's a hostile environment for America. I really do. Me too. They could use it. Those prissy boys could use it. All right. For Joe Fisher, Jordan Schultz behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. We'll see you next week. Go do something I would do. I'm ready to play. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.